Hello, and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about every single song in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Jeroen. I've listened to every single song in this year's contest. As always, with me is my co-host, Mira. This is the first time she's hearing these songs. Mira, Eurovision is rearing its ugly head. It's almost there. It's beautiful, beautiful, ugly head. Let's talk about a country that um, shouldn't be there. Australia! Exactly. The You Don't Even Go Here award goes yet again to Australia, who last year got to participate because it was the 60th Eurovision Song Contest. So they were like, you know what, special guest Australia, they've been watching for years, they love it, let's have them participate. And everyone was like, fine, just for this one time, cool. Uh, but now they're back. I've accepted it. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm fine with it because, you know, they're quality stuff, but I'm still like, does it, are they supposed to be there? Well, we're just one step closer to TerraVision, MondoVision. I think Mondovision is better. Mondovision sounds pretty cool, actually. There's a rumor that Australia is trying to um, sort of set up a separate Eurovision-style event with Asian countries and Australia. So, Oceanic Asiavision, you know? That, Ooh! That's, that's a rumor that's been going around. And I'm actually really excited for that, because just imagine the kind of K-pop... Things you'll get there, like K-pop. K-pop Eurovision would be beautiful. I love it. Today we are indeed talking about Australia. They are being represented, of course, by an Australian lady, right, oh, mate, of Korean heritage. <gasps> yes. Oh my god. See, this is making me really excited to have it not just be Europe, actually. Um, I mean, there's lots of countries in Eurovision that we've accepted that aren't, you know, technically in Europe, but we're still like, no, they belong in Eurovision. And I think Australia is really, they, they really get the, the Eurovision style and the Eurovision spirit. And, well, you know, they get they get another chance to be in Eurovision and maybe they're they're going to grab that chance and try to win it. And the odds of Australia winning, as far as the bookmakers are concerned, are actually very high. Let's see if you agree with that judgment when we listen to the Australian entry for Eurovision this year. She's called Dami Im, and her song is called Sound of Silence. Hello darkness, my old friend. See, that's what you think of. It's a song... It's a title that is so inherently connected to one of the actual best songs ever recorded, The Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, that's weird that you call. But I a get song I get that, that feeling with with every song that like uses a title that I'm like, no, that's already a song that yeah, people you know. Call, you can't call a song Soldiers of Love. Exactly. That's not a song that so people can't do that. Know. And Sound of Silence is sort of Sound of silence. Can we do that? Is Can we do that? Egregious. Let's here. see if she gets away with it. Okay. This is Dummy Eam with Sound of Silence for Australia. And I keep calling, calling, keep calling, calling. Now my heart awakes to the sound of silence. And it beats to the sound of silence. And it beats to the sound of silence. Now my heart awakes to the sound. Beats to the 
the voice of Australia, if I'm not mistaken. Or the X Factor of Australia, I'm not quite sure, actually. It's quite funny that it's about a long-distance relationship. Yeah, that's exactly, like, yeah. Like the relationship between Australia and Europe, and Australia really likes Europe, and Europe is more like, whoa, I had no idea you felt like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll FaceTime, it's Aus- cool. Australia keeps calling, they keep calling, like, hey... Have me over. Have me over there, Europe. And Europe's like, sure, what? But that's the thing you get with FaceTiming is like the other person is so far away that like it's a a completely different time of day for them. Um, Same thing for Australia when they watch Eurovision. It's the morning in Australia. So, I mean, that's a good way to wake up, isn't it? Eurovision. But then, you know, you want to have party and, and drinks and stuff. It's not a morning No, you're event. right. You're right. I like that they're in the competition. Maybe, like, the implications of opening up the contest to not Europe is a bit... Now, but see, the thing is, whenever we've... Um, whenever in the past the contest has opened up to countries that are not strictly in Europe, they are still countries that neighbor other countries that are already in the contest or countries surrounding Europe. They are actual members of the EBU. Australia is an associate member. So they've actually tweaked the rules in order to allow them to still participate by what the rules previously were. They wouldn't be allowed to participate. That's why it was such a special event. The question is, are they now permanent participants? I'm still not sure. Mm. But Australia this year does have to go through the semifinals. Oh, Okay. Yeah, they're in the semi-finals now. Oh, that wasn't the case last year. No, last year, because they were the special guests, they were, you know, big six. They were in the in the final directly. Not this year. About the song, it's good. Her voice is amazing. The song, it's good. I... Ugh. It's alright. It's alright. Like, it's okay. It's... it's I don't see this as a winner. I think, hands down, this is the most overrated song this year. I just don't really get it. Um, feels kind of weak to me. Um, yeah. But it's not bad. It's not bad at all. And it there, there's a drive there that, that really works. But again, she rhymes silence with silence three times in a row. It's kind of like, you really? There's no other lyric in here than it beats to the sound of silence and violence. it beats to the sound of silence. And it beats, beats to the, the sound, sound of silence. silence. Like, uh, not the sound of silence. The sound of silence. Silence! Which, I mean, you know, that kind of gets under my skin. Because I'm like, it's pronounced silence, not silence. Yeah, and you're Australian, so you should know English. The FaceTime lyric was a source of controversy. Yeah, because that's stupid. Also because it's a, it's it's actually a brand name. Oh, so she can't actually do that. So that, that was a question. Uh, you may remember Valentina Manetta in 2012 sending the Social Network song. That was first called the Facebook, Facebook song. OO. And she had to change the lyrics because Facebook is a brand name. So that's what people were thinking. FaceTime, that's a brand name. However, turns out that, you know, in the official lyrics, the way it's written is FaceTime as two separate words. Yeah, so well, technically, by th- by what's written in the lyrics, it's not actually written as... You can't trademark the words face and time. Exactly. But obviously, through the context that she's using it, she's talking about calling someone long distance. Yeah. She's talking about using the app FaceTime. Can't feel your love through Skype chat. I mean, it's a bit stupid. It's obviously supposed to be FaceTime. But, but that's but, also a stupid lyric. But they've allowed it. I'm kind of like, I wish they hadn't, because I think the lyric's stupid. Mm. I'm trying to feel your love through FaceTime. 
Like it, it's a it's you a weird. You could go so much more poetic. Yeah, but yeah, exactly that. It's it's like I don't I, like that lyric, but I, I mean they they're allowed to sing it. Is what I'm yeah, trying to say. I think that you're right. Like this song is all right. I know I don't dislike this song, but knowing that people are putting this out as a winner really confuses me because in that case it is very overrated you know I, i'm i'm fine with this doing well i don't particularly like it i'll be honest i'm not actually that crazy about this but i mean i guess if this does well then i i see why but if this wins i'm kind of like yeah guys this is far from the best song in this contest is is it still just part of the novelty of Australia being in the contest? That's the question, because I'm like, it is as the novelty worn off. The question is, will people still want to vote for Australia now that they're like, oh, they're still here? Will people have that feeling of like, no, they don't belong here, the way that they did last year, but accepted it because it was an anniversary show, or will they've just accepted, you know, more countries? Great. I'm not sure how, how Europe at large will feel about Australia being there. It seems divisive. There's, there's going to be people who are really annoyed by Australia being in the contest. There are some people who are going to be fine with it. I'm more fine with it. Yeah, same. same. But then I don't want it to be like that they're given special treatment because they're Australia. I I see. I started out saying this song is good, and I stick by it. It's a good song, but no, I can get into it when it's going on. I can I can totally get into it. Yeah, but uh, it's not a, it's not a winner for me. And uh, I agree. Well, that's what we think about Australia. Let us know if you agree. Let us know if you disagree. Let us know what you think about Australia being in Eurovision. Let us know what your favorite copyrighted apps are. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening and make sure to tune in to the next episode. We are almost at the end. I know I've been saying that for uh, a fair number of episodes now, but it's still true. Right up. See you later. See you later, mate.